Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you a podcaster or would-be podcaster? Want to know how to shortcut the publishing process and reduce the gazillion steps you have to do before you can actually publish your episode? I'm talking about tagging, then uploading to your hosting provider, then writing your show notes, all using several different software. What if there was a way to do everything in one place? Well, there is. Introducing PrestoPod. PrestoPod is a content management system that helps me plan, organize, and publish every episode in minutes. Here's how I use PrestoPod. After Ophonics spits out the MP3 file of my interviews, I log into my PrestoPod account, select my MP3 file, and hit publish. PrestoPod adds ID3 tags and pushes everything to Libsyn and WordPress in minutes. That's it. Easy as one, two, three. Discover how easy it is to publish your podcast by going to www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Women of the world, Marty Graceberg here, and welcome to the Today's Leading Women Show, where real stories, real inspiration, and real takeaways are shared by women for women. Today's featured guest is Ashley Crample. Ashley Crample is an accidental entrepreneur and CEO of SOPA, or Social Impact Branding, otherwise known as Social Impact Branding, which helps businesses leverage social media, particularly Snapchat for B2B marketing. If you're not taking advantage of social media to make money, you're already missing the opportunity for new customer acquisitions and cutting costs, says SOPAC. To learn more, love for you to visit www.socialimpactbranding.com and make sure to to connect with Ashley on LinkedIn as well. Again, the link is www.socialimpactbranding.com. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I am delighted to have you in the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Ashley, I really love our listeners to for you to take them on your journey as an entrepreneur, touching upon the defining moments, the challenges that you had, the successes, and of course, what's next in your business. But I'd love for us to start with you sharing us your story from where you were when you got started with your business to where you are now. The idea is for our listeners to really for, see for themselves, okay, Ashley started this way and she's here right now. So I'd love for you to paint that picture for them so that they can be inspired, they can be empowered, they can learn from your journey as well. Well, I definitely have kind of a unique story, (laughs) not the traditional route. So I think hopefully I'll be able to um, inspire some of your listeners here. I call myself an accidental entrepreneur because I never really meant to do this. Mm. It sort of happened uh, by accident, meaning... I 
a year ago today, I was a stay-at-home mom, mother of three, and a part-time server. I've mm-hmm. been working in the restaurant industry for over 15 years, and I managed to complete my degree after almost 10 years of college mm-hmm. and three kids in between, one of them who was a premature baby as well. He was born at 29 weeks and had a nice little hospital stint. Mm-hmm. And I managed to graduate, though. You know, I started like everybody else right after high school. So in 2003, I moved out to Arizona mm-hmm. and I went to Arizona State and I majored in mixology, I like to say, mm-hmm. well, drink, drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I ended up only making it through about halfway through my sophomore year <laughs> before I dropped and was bartending in Scottsdale making $400 a night, which was more than enough for a, you know, 19-year-old first-time alone woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up moving back here to Minnesota in 2005, shortly after I met my husband, we had our first child and it was 2008 and I'm like, Hey, wait, I want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I always said I would. Mm-hmm. So I re-enrolled and I went to night school one day a week, all year long classes were five weeks mm-hmm. and I managed to complete my degree. Mm-hmm. It took five years, but Hey, I said I was going to do it and I did it. So I graduated eight months pregnant with my third child and first daughter. Mm -hmm. So I ended up taking the first year off to snuggle up all that extra baby love. And then by the end of the summer, they were getting loud and overpowering and I was losing the battle at home. Mm -hmm. So definitely was time for me to go back to work. So I joined LinkedIn in September, all gung-ho, ready to go, again, I'll have no problem getting a job. Hmm. Well, fast forward about 10 or 12 weeks, and I had probably 70-plus applications in, and not a one response. Hmm. And I go, something has got to change. Mm-hmm. So that's when I changed my approach, and I started what I call personal branding. Hmm. It really took a lot of time and energy to get out into my local area. Because Mm -hmm. I knew what was going on in the business world on paper, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really know what was going on in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. So I started meeting with a lot of people who worked at the places that I wanted to work or who were in a career that I thought I might enjoy. And I just took them out for coffee. I had a lot, a lot of uh, little coffee dates and lunch meetings. And I made kind of an impression because not only did I learn about myself throughout that mission, Mm -hmm. but... I started to have my resume passed around for me. Mm-hmm. So then I didn't have to book these meetings anymore. I was just going and meeting people. Well, I blogged about this the entire time on LinkedIn. Um, so I followed it with my hashtags into my weeks of personal branding. And by Christmas time, right, I started in September. By Christmas time, I had roughly about 600 connections. And I took a little break and I came back gung-ho, ready to go, as strong as could be in January. And fast forward to President's Day weekend, mid-February, I was looking at a network of over 3,000. I didn't request many of those. And I had a lot of messages in my inbox saying that people were, you know, excited for me and they were rooting for me and they didn't want me to give up my positive attitude. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I had a message from somebody saying that, they were so impressed with my profile, they mm-hmm. thought I could do theirs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't shortly after that, I had a message from a gentleman in Paris saying he was excited to follow me. Mm-hmm. Follow me, follow me, why? Mm-hmm. Just trying to get a job. <laughs> and it was at that point that I kind of stopped, I took a look back, and I realized, wait a minute, there's something more here, and there's something that I can do with it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of sat back, I turned it around, and I 
formed a business plan, mm-hmm. very strategic, kind of forward-thinking business plan for this mm-hmm. massive startup. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I've launched the first two products, which are doing great. Mm-hmm. So I do social impact branding as a product and social impact branding as a service. So I help small businesses that are in growth mode mm-hmm. learn to leverage social media to build a community mm-hmm. around them that basically will do the marketing for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of around that time when I started using Snapchat a lot mm-hmm. and really, really focused on engaging and learning from a lot of these social media influencers on mm-hmm. Snapchat. Mm-hmm inspired me to start the global snap swap initiative. Mm-hmm. I pulled this all together in like a week too. It was it's pretty crazy, but I managed to get 30 different countries to take over my snap channel all during one day to give a real time, real life view of where they were at in the world. Mm-hmm. So then at the end of it, you're essentially left with over an hour of film. That's a trip around the world from the palm of your hand. And wow. from there, and that's on YouTube now. And I just, I do a lot of my business on Snapchat through prospecting and through marketing mm-hmm. and through kind of these growth hacks, like through ghost codes. Mm-hmm. And just by being 100% authentic in myself. Mm-hmm. Wow, great tips there that what you, what you just shared. And yeah, I mean, stop, Snapchat is really a great way. And I, what I noticed with people is that because it is live. I mean, it's you are there, especially if you're doing, you know, uh, video, for example. I mean, people know you are there live and people see the authentic you. It's not like you have to prep all these videos that we see a lot on the Internet. People want to see the real you. And I believe that's why Snapchat really takes in to, with people because they, really, they can see you in real time. And yeah, it, it's really, uh, I mean, it really revo- revolutionized uh, how social media um, is connecting people. And for example, Blob or Snapchat and um, earlier was Periscope. But this and now with Facebook Live, for example, I mean, people love those like, uh, you know, the, the streaming because they see you as it is live. At the moment, so really important to leverage this media, social media that we have, to connect with our clients, to connect with the people that we want to serve. So great story, great tips. But let's talk about you know I know uh, in this kind of business that we are in, and there are a lot of false beliefs or uh, myths or lies that people have. Uh, I'd love for you to share with us, share with the listeners, uh, this, this myth that you hear people and let's bust them for them. So that way they can't have this limiting beliefs in themselves that would prevent them from uh, achieving the kind of result that they want to achieve in their lives. Well, absolutely. You know, you're hundred percent right. There's a lot of myths and they come on both sides meaning uh, from internally, from ways that you feel about joining into that kind of community, and then from other people's eyes looking in and telling Mm -hmm. you if that's good or bad. Mm -hmm. So upon starting, you know, I, I didn't know if I was good enough. I didn't know if I could do it. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to do it. Well, I took a lead from example and I realized that people are just 100% being themselves. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I tried to market. I'm an accidental entrepreneur 
watch me fail, watch me grow, watch me learn, and let's laugh about it together. Mm. And I think that's really kind of what has brought my audience in and left them engaged with me mm-hmm. because I don't pretend to know everything and mm. I ask them questions as well. Mm-hmm. But there was a period of time right when I started to really kind of promote and build up my business. Mm-hmm that my Snapchat following was not that big yet. And it was mostly just a lot of local people. Mm-hmm. And did they have a lot of things to say? What is she doing? Mm-hmm. Who is she talking to? Mm-hmm. Is too many snaps? Mm-hmm. And I just really kind of had to keep my eye on the ball mm-hmm. and keep moving forward because I knew that there was value in this market. Mm-hmm. And I persevered. And now, I mean, who's laughing now? Huh? Mm. <laughs> Love it. So... I think that just by having patience and keeping your eye on the ball and moving forward, Mm -hmm. if you know what you're doing has value, then it will come around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well said. Love it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure a lot of us uh, can relate to that, uh, not feeling good enough, um, especially starting out. I mean, I certainly felt that way too. Uh, But, um, Sometimes, you know, I mean, and, and that's what makes us connect to people by just being ourselves. We are unique in our own ways. We are unique. We have a story that is unique to us. We are, and, and if we are willing to be vulnerable enough to be, to be us and connect with people, that's what people love. So true. It's so very true. Mm -hmm. All right. So, okay. So we busted that myth. Let's take a look now on the steps that you took. I know you mentioned starting on LinkedIn. Now you are focused on Snapchat. So for artists out there who want to go into this niche that you are in, uh, the social media, internet marketing, for example, somebody's out there, they have the skills, they have the talent, they want to learn and they want to create a business out of it. What were the steps that you took? I just want them to see for themselves that they too can do this. If you can share with them maybe like three, four, five steps of however steps that you took that get you from when you started this business and to where it is today, giving them like a bullet kind of uh, of uh, style easy enough for them to follow that way they can model it themselves sure yeah well the first thing that i did was i needed to establish myself as a business and i knew that i couldn't afford a lawyer so i you know got on youtube and i got on google and that's where i found rocketlawyer.com and so it was through rocket lawyer that i became an established company and then after that i took that paperwork and i really just started to fill out and fill up these social profiles, Mm -hmm. meaning I created a Facebook business page. I created a Twitter business account. I created a Google plus business page and I didn't have much on there. I just knew that I needed them there. And so then from that point, I really took note of other people who were doing what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. and were doing it well, Mm -hmm. because I figured if I could just follow their lead and listen and watch and learn as much as I could, Mm-hmm. Then I kind of took some of that with me and, you know, piecing together the parts that I liked from these people and the parts that I liked from these people. That's how I built my brand. Mm-hmm. I took little pieces and I, I learned and I listened and I was grateful and gracious for opportunities. Mm-hmm. And then I, when I first started pitching my company, I pitched it in networking groups. Mm-hmm. So I really took the time to get out into my area and meet with other aspiring entrepreneurs Mm-hmm. And it 
when they gave me the validation that they liked my idea and that they liked my product, mm -hmm. I just went, I called up Office Max one day and I said, hey, I'm on my way to the Women's Expo and I need some business cards that say X, Y, and Z. Can you print something up for me? Sure mm -hmm. enough, 20 minutes later, I picked them up and they went and I pitched it. Mm -hmm. And I had an 85% interest rate. I was shocked. Mm. People ask me, how much do I charge? And I said, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> so I really just kind of kept going and I kept building and I kept learning and listening to my customers and to the needs that they had. And it just blossomed. And that's a lot of it had to do with Snapchat too, because mm -hmm. really you can be so organic and true on there. And people will give you their honest, open opinion. Mm -hmm. And you can talk to anybody. Like it wasn't, a, it wasn't two weeks after I was on Snapchat that I was snapping with Chris Saka, mm. the founder of Uber. Mm. And, you know, it started, it all started out with Gary Vaynerchuk though. Let's not lie. Mm. All right. So for those who want to, because I'm not really uh, an expert on Snapchat, although I use it too, but uh, I, I'm, sh I'm sure I can do better at this. And I really want to leverage that medium too. But for us who are not really, or maybe for those who have not even started with Snapchat, what would be their first step to do to be able to leverage this? And what's in, in there for them that can benefit their business? Sure. Well, First off, I think that the most important thing behind Snapchat is storytelling mm -hmm. and consistent content. So once you decide what it is you want to do with social media, um, like in my example, I wanted to help people learn how to use it for their own advantage. Mm -hmm. I started all of my content, everything that I talked about on Snapchat had to do with small businesses, with growing, mm -hmm. with learning, with establishing. And then I started highlighting other businesses that were doing this and then to start to leverage snapchat itself as a platform i joined ghost codes for mm -hmm. one which mm -hmm. is a web app or it's an app on uh, apple and on android and you can upload your profile actually this app is amazing it's like a digital resume for the mm -hmm. entire snapchat community mm -hmm. so you upload your snap code and then you can pick a industry field mm -hmm. out of one of 15. So mm -hmm. like I'm in marketing, there's storytelling, there's artists, there's love, there's romance, there's a bunch of different categories. Mm -hmm. And then you can link all of your social media profiles right to your ghost codes profile. Mm -hmm. So I really put a, a note out there for myself to be seen. And then I would tweet about it a lot. Mm -hmm. Add me on Snapchat. I'm Snapping about my entrepreneurial journey. Add me on Snapchat. I've got this person on today. Because that's the next key part is to in incorporate takeovers. Mm -hmm. A takeover and a swap are, are a little bit different. But essentially, you're having somebody else that you admire come onto your channel mm -hmm. and share some information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. By doing that, they they will tell their followers that they're going on your channel. And mm -hmm. then you'll receive some new ones. And then you'll tell your followers, check out who I have on today. And so it's just kind of like a domino effect that it inevitably will start building up. And then for prospecting, well, that's when I really use ghost codes. And I find people who I want to learn from, or more specifically, I find people who could use a little help. Mm -hmm. Now, more on the other side, trying mm -hmm. to sell my products and services. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So people who have a minimal Snapchat presence, 
or people who I find on Facebook or Instagram that want to learn more about Snapchat, mm -hmm. I bring them into my community. Mm -hmm. And I do that through ghost codes and I do that through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. And it, it really just, people want to learn. They really do. Mm -hmm. And no one's there to tell them what to do. Mm -hmm, so. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the fact that you're able to do this for them as well, for the businesses that really maybe don't have a bandwidth to do it themselves, but really need help from experts like you, that's I can see that one really a big help. So Ghost Coast uh, app. Ghost codes, like, ooh, like a ghost. A ghost, got it. Yeah. All right, so then I can... Uh, you I can link that one. Should be on that app. I'll tell you right now. That is a digital piece of heaven right there. Mm. One click access, and I can essentially see everybody who's on it, who they really are, where they're from, and how much they really put into their social presence. Because, in my opinion, if you don't have a social <coughs> presence today, you mm -hmm. might as well not even exist. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you really have to be found on social media. You cannot ignore social media anymore if you want to thrive. <laughs> no, exactly. All right. So, okay. So, we got that. We got Snapchat. I really encourage you to look into that. I, I will have the resources here as well. I will link the resource there as well. And also, for our listeners, I really want you to talk to them about what you do, how you can help them, especially with the Snapchat thing. And I... I I, I have to admit it, I am not, like what I've said, I really want to leverage this, but I haven't really used it in a way that you've just described. So for us who want to uh, learn more about this, love for you to share with us what you do, who do you uh, work with, and of course, you know, what do they get with uh, your service or your program and where they can learn more about it? Absolutely. Um, well, I started actually... I went to an uh, expo again recently and I wore my Snapchat code on a name tag and I was shocked by how many people were interested. And so I've actually turned that now into a Snapchat course, mm -hmm. Snapchat for Business 101. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be launching at snapatwork.com. And I think part of the, part of the true blessing in Snapchat is playing with it and learning with it. Mm. That's how I intend to run my courses mm -hmm. initially through live streaming video mm -hmm. so that people can interact and ask questions and they will, what, what should I say? Because mm -hmm. although I'm doing it for social media, somebody else could be doing it for yarn mm. and selling their products because they make amazing crochet hats. Mm -hmm. Yet again, another person, Johnny Lumberjack could be making wood signs in his backyard mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. marketing that. Mm -hmm. And now mm -hmm. they have another era called Snartist, mm -hmm. or Snapchat artists. Mm -hmm. People draw on Snapchat. And these are actually people who are you know, making pretty good money. So I think just by playing around with it, by learning to feel comfortable with it, by learning how to send snaps, how to find people, how to play with the filters, it's easy to become enthralled in it and, and excited by it. Mm -hmm. So. It really just takes a little bit of practice and knowing that you don't have to be an expert to do it. Mm. Just go out and try. Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to judge you or anything. And this is, this is like the first time that us as small business owners or entrepreneurs are, are on the same playing field as mm -hmm. corporate America. Yes. And, yes. you know, Taco Bell is running Snapchat campaigns by including coupons. 
Mm. So, uh, like on the back of my business card, I have my snap code. I can say, add me on here so you can see that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's just so many little ways that you can integrate Snapchat mm-hmm. and then bring your following with you to all your other places. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a great way to do it. I mean, uh, uh, use this platform and drive them to your own platform that you control. So, for example, your website or your uh, opt-in so that you can get them into your, into your list and keep following with them. And I think that's one that's the purpose of social media to really drive it, people back to your your own website, your own platform that you control. Beautiful. All right. So if they want to learn more about it, they can go to snapatwork.com. Mm-hmm. All yes, right. That should be up within the next couple of days. So hopefully before this podcast goes live, um, I'm actually doing some public speaking events here in Minneapolis, so it has to be up before I do that because yep. I'm talking about Snapchat for B2B marketing there, so mm-hmm. we'll definitely be going. Awesome, awesome. Mm-hmm. You can find me anywhere online under Ask Ashley K. Okay, and that's both on Snapchat and uh, LinkedIn uh, especially. So I will link this on our show notes as well. Really encourage you to take uh, take this uh, platform seriously and leverage it. And the good thing is that we have experts like Ashley who can help us really shortcut that learning curve. And yeah, I mean, I heard one of my one of the members in a mastermind group that I'm a member of. She said, "Okay, if you don't know Snapchat, ask your teenager." And I was saying, I was laughing because yes, technology nowadays. I mean, if you <laughs> Pokemon Go, right? Goodness <laughs> Yeah, but having experts like you really helps uh, to to be able to use this one in a strategic way because we're not just Snapchatting just for the sake of Snapchatting. You know, exactly. we're using this to grow our business. So you have to do it strategically. And to do that, learn from the experts like Ashley. So snapatwork.com. That will I be a snap. that almost none of my Snapchat followers are actually my real life friends. Mm. People who I interact with. And another thing I just want to say really quick is that Snapchat is not a place to spam people and market just, you know, blind eyed. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Snapchat is a place to create a warm relationship mm-hmm. and actually be authentic and mm-hmm. talk about why you do what it is you do. And then the following just comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And especially, I mean, in any other platform, but with Snapchat especially, I mean, you are not there to spam people and you cannot use that one to spam people because you're going to be booted out pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, and you will now. <laughs> All right. So again, the link is snapatwork.com. I'll have this on the show notes. Connect with Ashley on LinkedIn as well. And I will have those on the show notes as well. So Ashley, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, for sharing your story here, your expertise, for really inspiring us with what you do and your expertise. Really, I'm grateful. I, Me and the rest of the women of the world, including listeners, especially the listeners of today's The Women, we really appreciate you and we wish you more success in your business and in your life. Thank you so much, Marie. Are you a podcaster or would-be podcaster? 
Want to know how to shortcut the publishing process and reduce the gazillion steps you have to do before you can actually publish your episode? I'm talking about tagging, then uploading to your hosting provider, then writing your show notes, all using several different software. What if there was a way to do everything in one place? Well, there is. Introducing PrestoPod. PrestoPod is a content management system that helps me plan, organize, and publish every episode in minutes. Here's how I use PrestoPod. After Ophonics spits out the MP3 file of my interviews, I log into my PrestoPod account, select my MP3 file, and hit publish. PrestoPod adds ID3 tags and pushes everything to Libsyn and WordPress in minutes. That's it. Easy as one, two, three. Discover how easy it is to publish your podcast by going to www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. Again, that's www.mariegraceberg.com slash PrestoPod. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game plus marie's favorite today visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg